We all have a yearning for love, but relationships can be confusing and complicated. Dr. Tammy Balashevsky says it all starts from within. It starts with a journey to center. Here's your host for Journey to Center on Empower Radio, Dr. Tammy Balashevsky. Hello, my friend, my sweet soul sibling. How are you today? I'm so happy to be connecting with you. So when you were a kid, did you ever experience growing pains? I sure did. They'd wake me up at night sometimes and I just I just couldn't get comfortable. It was scary and painful and I would go crying to my mom and she would just massage me and tell me I was growing. And I think sometimes as adults, we have growing pains in a different way. I believe we're here to grow as souls. One of my favorite quotes and something I say frequently is, we are spiritual beings having a human experience. My teachers would say, your soul cares very little about your comfort. Your soul is here to grow. And so, yes, sometimes life can hurt. And I think when we fight with the what isness of life, we can miss the opportunity to grow our souls with grace and ease. So, of course, sometimes in life, things happen that we don't like. And it's very natural to push against, fight, and resist what doesn't feel good. But I found it's not the most effective way to affect change. What I've also found is that from this place of fighting against what we don't like, we're actually attracting more of what we don't like. I was talking to a friend the other day, and she was talking about the fighting againstness of some of the things going on in her life. And she said, well, you know, Tammy, I do have a warrior archetype. And that's legitimate. Many people do. And I said, but do you enjoy it? Is it fun for you to be at war? Is the againstness something that you enjoy? She goes, no, I don't. And I said, well, then maybe we could look at this differently. Perhaps your warrior could get a promotion. Perhaps you could invite the warrior to be more like a friend to inform you so that you can use the things that you're not liking in your life as grist for the mill, opportunities to grow your soul instead of the fighting and the arguing with the what isness of life. She loved that idea. So we've been talking about that, experimenting with that. And her warrior has now been given a promotion and is the mediator. So she's still in conversation and still has a relationship with this aspect, but is turning things over in her mind and inviting her heart, the wisdom of her soul to give her different ways of being and thinking and participating with the challenges of life. It has often been said that challenges are opportunities dressed up in work clothes. So rather than fighting with the challenges, we ask them what it is that they want us to learn or know. As we can deepen in our wisdom and glean the information from this part of ourselves, this wise part of ourselves that's in the center of our beingness, we can shift how we feel. This in turn can transform the landscape of our lives. So as we can turn inward and say, how can I make peace with what is? How can I learn and grow from these things that are making me so uncomfortable? You might find 
that the things that make you uncomfortable start to shift or dissolve or dissipate or evaporate and possibly just go away. We learn through our pain and suffering until we learn how to learn through peace and grace and ease. And we begin to open the door to learning through grace and ease by coming into acceptance and surrender and partnership with the divine and with love. For me, it boils down to this. Life is our friend. It's not our enemy. And when we fight and resist what is, not only are you making life your enemy, you're going to attract more enemies. You're going to attract more wars. And again, I think we suffer when we argue, fight, or push against what is. And no matter what is, no matter how bad things look or feel, all things, all things are designed to support and encourage and inspire our soul's growth. Here's a, a great quote from Albert Einstein. The world as we have created it is a process of our thinking. It cannot be changed without changing our thinking. And one of the biggest things I've changed in regards to my thinking is believing that life is not for me, that life is against me. And if we have that deep inherent belief, whether it's conscious or deeply subconscious, we attract more things to fight with. We attract more againstness. So yes, certainly there are things that many of us like would like to change in the world, but we don't change them by fighting against them. You've heard the saying, I'm sure, what we resist persists. We can begin to affect real change by first accepting what is. When we're fighting against something because we don't like it, we're actually coming from a lower vibration, which encourages a lot of that warrior energy, that back forth, good, bad, right, wrong. In order to change things, we need to change our vibration. No problem can really be solved at the same level of consciousness that created it. You don't want to fight with something at that same level of consciousness. It's far more effective to turn inward and allow ourselves to ascend in our vibration, come into acceptance, relax into the what isness of life so that we can be ushered to a higher vibration. And from that place, we tend to perceive things differently, more clearly. It's like getting into an elevator in a high rise building. Things look differently on the second floor versus the fifth floor versus the penthouse. As we relax and accept things as they are, come into that place of, of peace and the deeper awareness that all things are serving our expansion, upliftment, and growth, we can start to ascend. It's like a cork that's being held underwater can start to float upwards when we're not in that place of pushing and resistance. And as we go higher, things become lighter and become more clear. From this place, we may possibly be inspired to take a co-creative, collaborative course of action. Rather than relying on, in our, on our own understanding, we can start to tap into a friendship and relationship with the divine. 
We can start to experience this higher wisdom and clarity. And then from this place, start to naturally attract resources that support us with more grace and ease. So when things are challenging, when you don't like what is, if we can have the presence of mind, if you can have the presence of mind to turn inward and ask yourself, what does this problem have to teach me? What is it my soul wants me to know? And then listen quietly for the wisdom that can bubble up from within. What I've learned is that fear and our ego, the voice of fear and our ego is very loud. And if we can quiet, if we can turn down the volume of that loud monkey mind, of that fear and that pushing againstness, the, the energy of the victim, if we can get that to just quiet down and then ask, what does my soul want me to know? How is this serving my growth? When we can ask these kinds of questions and quiet the mind, the wisdom of the soul can speak. The still small voice that's just sitting there waiting to be in conversation with us can bubble up from within. In my experience, when I've done this, once I just relax and breathe and allow my monkey mind to just start to turn down, the volume starts to dial down. Once I find or feel that it is still, I'll ask the questions I want the answers to. And the answers can show up quickly or perhaps it takes a little time and perhaps it can feel like it drops into the back of my mind or sometimes it's felt like it's bubbled up from a deep place inside of me. What I found is that I can pretty consistently tap into wisdom that didn't come from my conscious thinking mind, something that wasn't on my radar, a different way of turning things over and seeing things. So again, we're not here to be comfortable as human beings. We're here to grow. And those growing pains can show up in a lot of different ways, a lot of different uh, situations and experiences and opportunities. They can come through our relationships with other people. They can come through our jobs, careers. They can come through money or lack thereof. They can come through situations with our body and our health. Perhaps you, like many people, have struggled with uh, the landscape of politics, but all of it, all of it, all of it is designed and encouraging us to turn inward, to turn upward, to become more empowered and conscious and soulful beings. And we don't have to. We live on a planet of free will and choice. We can fight with the what isness. We can argue. We can be in discomfort. We can distract ourselves. We can, we can do a lot of things. We have many, many, many choices available to us, but I have found the most empowered choice is to turn inward and upward, to turn and to make that journey to center. So as we make friends with the discomfort, as we choose to turn inward and relax into the place of peace with whatever is, 
This is when we can start to release our resistance and expand and grow with more grace and ease rather than that frustration and pain and anger. So this is my way of being these days and my invitation to you. Surrender to life. Surrender to the process of growth. Make friends with the flow of what is. Here's another really wonderful quote by a gentleman named John Maxwell. Every change in human attitude must come through internal understanding and acceptance. Man is the only known creature who can reshape and remold himself by altering his attitude. My uh, brother-in-law would say that the, the most important thing we can do and the only thing we can do is to choose our attitude in any given situation. To choose our attitude. And I think the biggest choice we can make is, are we going to accept or reject what is? Are we going to surrender and learn from it? Or are we going to fight and make it the enemy? And again, as we fight and make it the enemy, we continue to invite more fighting. Perhaps we invite more enemies and we certainly move out of alignment and we will continue to suffer. My brother-in-law has said this for a lot of years in a lot of different ways. And I, I was struggling with the what isness of life and, and uh, a variety of uh, challenging circumstances. And he would always say, Tammy, you could choose your attitude. And I didn't know what he was talking about because it didn't seem there was much choice available. But as I've learned and grown as a soul, I really understand what he's communicating at this point. And I thought, yeah, it's easy for him to say his life works. He has a good relationship. He's successful. He has money. He doesn't know what it's like to suffer. I was still a little bit of a victim at that time. So... These days, he's been diagnosed with a terminal illness. It's a very rare disease where the brain starts going offline and dying. And first you lose function of your physicality and then eventually the ability to um, speak. And then the ability to blink and eat, communicate, and then breathe. I've never seen a more masterful person in my life as he's navigated this terrain with acceptance and not being a victim. He's been an incredible teacher in many ways and continues to be. The most important thing we can do is choose our attitude. And I think, again, this boils down to, are you going to accept life or are you going to fight life? Are you going to surrender to life or are you going to make it your enemy? So we can surrender to what is and accept what is. We can learn and heal and grow as a soul through grace. And it doesn't mean things will always be comfortable. It doesn't mean things will always be fun and joyful and graceful and easy. But this is what I know for sure. God is available to us in every minute of every day, in every second of every minute, in every millisecond of every second. And to me, what that boils down to is that love is available to us always, 
and in all ways. In every moment, we have that opportunity to turn inward and to turn upward, make ourselves available for the presence of love, to be held and embraced, to be comforted, to be adored, to be cherished. We are all you are, the child in whom God is well pleased. And I think the more we can relax and accept this, despite any discomfort, despite all circumstances, we can be held in a blanket of sweetness and peace and ease, allow ourselves to be replenished and nurtured and loved from the inside out. Buddha would say there is no out there. Jesus would say the kingdom of heaven is within. But it sure can take a lot of outer situations to get us to turn inward and upward and extend that invitation to come to the realization that God is inside of me and available to me in every second of every day. Something that has been very supportive for me is uh, something my spiritual teachers would say to me, Ron and Mary Holnick. It's helpful when we choose to take a learning orientation to life. What am I here to learn? And if we don't, it's easy to slip into that posture of victimhood. That life isn't fair, it's against us, that we aren't loved. But again, we are loved. You are loved. Every single soul is loved, has been created by love, with love, and for loved. Loved in always, always, always. So as we can really relax into this place of knowing this and accepting it. And for me, it certainly started more with an intellectual, like my mind had to be cracked open to the possibility that this was true. And just because my mind cracked open to it didn't mean my heart believed it. My soul really just accepted it as truth. It seemed it um, happened in layers. It could, took a little while for it to soak all the way into me. But these days, it has. And I feel I definitely live from a place of more faith, living on that solid ground of faith, where I know that all things are happening for our highest good, even if it doesn't make sense, even if it's uncomfortable and confusing. I know there were a lot of gyrations and continue to be in regards to the landscape of politics where people are really fighting with what is and listening to the arguments from both sides. And I said, you know, to my friends that argue about these things, I trust in a higher order. I trust that we are loved. I rest in that, despite anything that's happening in our country or in the world. I know that all things are serving us in growing. And sometimes growth can be painful. And certainly it can be messy 
it has been for me individually, and I'm witnessing it as you are, I'm sure, collectively. But this is what I know and believe for sure. We have come from love and we're here to grow back into love. I trust the happy ending of the story because I know the author. Years ago when I struggled and suffered so much, it was because I didn't trust and believe and know that I was loved. I didn't believe that the universe was a safe and loving place. I didn't believe that life was on my side. I had to crack my mind open to the possibility that it was and that it is an experiment with that so that I could continue to relax more and more and more into this place of profound faith, which continues to usher in support and grace in my own life. And people will say, well, sure, Tammy, it's easy for you to say, just like I said to my brother-in-law, it's easy for you to say you're in a great relationship and you're not struggling with finances. And I am. So it's kind of not fair, which again is that that victim posture. When you're perceiving life from that place of ego, from separation, from fear. And yeah, it's hard for life to show up as your friend and with a lot of grace and support and ease from that posture. So again, it's about making that choice, extending that invitation, settling into your own center, consciously inviting God to the party. Years ago when I struggled and suffered so much, I would pray and say, God, why me? Why me? Why me? I felt like such a victim. Everything was bad. <laughs> My health was bad. My relationships were bad. The money was just non-existent. Everything was bad. And I felt so unloved, so unseen, so unsupported by the divine. But as I experimented with the possibility that I am indeed safe, loved, adored, and supported, I started to relax and I started to trust. I started to deep in my faith. I started to extend that invitation to the divine in a more consistent way. And my life continued to shift. And these days I'll have this, the same prayer in some ways, God, why me? Why me? Why me? It's the same words. But there's a very different energy behind it, a very different thought. Why does my life get to be so remarkable and magical and supportive and supported, and amazing. And I'm reminded it's because I have opened the door to the invitation and made my friendship and relationship with the divine a priority in a very consistent and disciplined way. And I've deepened my faith and I've aligned with my soul. I've made friends with the what isness of life, even when it isn't easy, even when it isn't fun. It's like, okay, this isn't easy. I acknowledge it. This isn't fun right now, but what am I here to learn from this? And I think as we make friends with that, we can glean the wisdom. It's like we get the, we separate the grist from the mill, we, the wheat from the chaff, and we can get out of the discomfort more quickly. I used to spend years in discomfort and then it was months and then it was weeks 
and then days. And now it's moments. There hasn't been a, a bad day for a long time. There have been bad moments. But because I come into acceptance of what is and more immediately, more quickly turn inward and say, okay, what's the opportunity here? What does my soul want me to learn? I'm listening. And then I pay attention and I invite the wisdom from within to bubble up. So my invitation, encouragement for you today is anytime you're in, in discomfort, perhaps you've been dealing with some challenges in your own way in your life is to maybe light a candle, turn inward and set your intentions to hear the still small voice, to journey, to center, to align with your soul and with source, kind of shore up that connection and make that relationship more of a priority to deepen in your faith, to experiment with this. It all starts as an experiment, opening the door, inviting, experimenting, and then deepening. So I hope there's something here today that makes sense to you, that resonates for you, perhaps there's some synchronicity in it. Perhaps you've had a conversation with somebody recently and it's like, oh, you know, I was just talking about this and now Tammy's saying that. Maybe opening your mind a little more and your heart a little wider. Maybe choosing to set that intended intention and go deeper in your own connection to your own soul and source. Because I think everything you want, deserve and desire comes from that. It's as simple and difficult as that. So thank you again for letting me and Empower Radio and my producer, Tony, to be a part of your day. And uh, I'd love to hear from you. So be in touch with your thoughts, your feelings, what's going on in your life. Is there a way I can support you? Do you have a prayer request? Just write to me at TammyBPhD at gmail.com or go to my website and just know that you're my heart, my meditations, my prayers, and I love you. God bless you. Onward and upward. Bye for now.